All right. Hey, everybody. Hey, Paul. Hey, hello. Today we have a special guest, Logan Boyce. Thanks for being with us, Logan. Thanks so much for having me, guys. It's going to be fun. Yeah. It's yeah. Fun. So once in a while, we have a guest uh, of, of interest. Obviously, Logan has uh, a great real estate business here on the West End of Montreal. And uh, Fab and I wanted to barrage him with a bunch of questions to find out more about, um, you know, about his business, how he does things, and how the success came about. So, Logan, maybe the, the first question, if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about you and your business, and then uh, we'll, we'll jump into it. Cool. Um, so yeah, no, I've been, uh, been, I've held a real estate license now for about 12 years and we've been running the team for probably six years, give or take. And, uh, the team model is, is really something that's extremely interesting to me. I met a guy in Omaha, Nebraska by the name of Jeff Cohn. I've been on his podcast a few times as well. And, um, I saw the business model that he was running there and I thought, wow, this is really cool. And it's, it's kind of, it's all about helping and building other people's businesses, which is, which is something I really love to do. So I basically, you know, ripped off and duplicated his entire business model, top to bottom, <laughs> front to back. So, um, I put some Montreal spins on it though, rest assured. Um, yes. but, uh, but yeah, so I, I looked at his business model and that's how it started, you know, six or seven years ago, it's since evolved tremendously. Um, and we've been having a, a great time since. But my background, I've I come from actually kind of a mixed background, but uh, theater background as well. So in high school, I was doing a ton of improv, and I credit all of my my sales ability to uh, both my parents because they're both amazing salespeople, but also uh, my my drama teacher Louise Chalmers. She completely made me a great salesperson because yeah. she put me in the improv team and made me a captain of the improv team, which taught me leadership, but also improv in general is so important to sales because you never get stuck. Most people when they're on the phone, where they mess up is they get stuck. They don't know what to, where to go next. They don't know what to say. They don't know what to do. And the ability to think on your feet and to always have something in your back pocket in terms of what to say is, uh, I think just so important. So I came from that kind of background, which is, which is, has been so much fun. And then I kind of went into the retail space after that. I worked at uh, corporate Apple for a couple of years and then, um, I kept running into the same problem. It's, uh, you know, when the corporate world said to Zig, I wanted to zag. <laughs> So I, I was like, man, I don't like working for the man. You know what I mean? I, I wanted to, every single time they had a system, I was like, I could do this better, I think. You know, so it, we, me and the corporate world didn't gel very well. I wasn't, I wasn't very good at working for the man. So that's when I, uh, I got my real estate license. And uh, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been awesome. I've been coached by some amazing people over the years. I now coach um, other, other realtors across the country, across the United States. Uh, I coach team leaders to help them grow their team. Uh, my team now has 15 agents in it. Uh, we're probably going to do close to 200, 220 transactions this year. Um, so yeah, we're just, we're rocking and rolling, man. It's so much fun. We love our new office space. It's great. Yeah, it is. I got to say it's a great office space. Yeah, I love it. Having Paul uh, here is amazing too. He, he brings great energy. Everyone's always excited to see him. It's, uh, it's awesome. But yeah, that's a little bit about me, a little bit about my business. And I'm sure we're going to drill down into the nitty gritty of, yes. of the, the sales and marketing. So I'm yeah. ready. Just, a, just oh. to know, is it, is it commercial real estate or, or residential or both? So I hold both licenses. I can do both, but I, but I have to tell you our, our business, when I say, you know, the 200 transactions, probably 95% of that is residential. It's rare that, that we'll take on commercial real estate because most of, 
most of my background is in residential real estate and most of what I can teach is residential real estate. And that's, that, that's what I'm, I'm best at. Oh, yeah. So there's one thing you said that I find <clears throat> very interesting, Logan, you said, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to zag when they were zigging and, and, you know, we do things slightly differently. So what does, what is it about your business that you think makes it different and has brought you the success that you've had so far? Um, well, and it's kind of like a, a two-part answer here. And I'll, I'll tell you a lot of people in, especially in Quebec, I find um, they look at the team business model uh, for real estate and they think, oh, this is the, it's, it's not, it's not a good idea for whatever reason. And the re the, the problem is people want to do the team business model, but they don't know how to execute it at a level that's beneficial to the team members. It's only beneficial to the team leaders. And that's, that's just a huge problem. So um, we have to encounter that all the time of people have gone on teams and have gotten screwed over or whatever. And so it sours them on, on the idea. So we constantly have to, have, to, um, uh, have to work past that. But the main thing is, is like our entire mantra when I meet with, with agents is I tell them, my goal is to have you work less and make more. And if I'm not following through on that in a year's time, we're going to have a sit down and we're going to make sure we make the adjustments to make that happen. So the, the difference between what we do and let's say what a standard brokerage does is we'll give them leads. So we use online marketing tools and we have a great CRM and it just drops leads into their account constantly. So they'll get between 20 and 50 leads a month, depending on the month and depending on whether they raise their hand and say, Hey, I want more. Cause if somebody raises their hand and says, I want more, I'm giving them more for sure. Um, but that's something that brokerages don't do. We do weekly trainings. That's something that brokerages tell you that they'll do, but often don't follow through. And, um, we, we have a full-time administrator. So somebody who's there to make sure that if they need anything office wise, they're going to get it, uh, paperwork, uh, putting them, the houses on the MLS, communicating with the notary, all of that stuff is taken care of for them. Then that's something that would normally cost a, a standalone agent you know, 40 to 60,000, whatever the, whatever the salary is. So it's kind of like, we're all pooling our resources to, to do that. And, uh, and our splits are, are super competitive. Very cool. Sounds great. Um, you, you talked about marketing and fab. I, I, I'll let you ask the question, but obviously your use of marketing, uh, social media and your approach to generate leads is something of great interest to, for us to talk about. Yeah. So, well, I guess yeah, high level, how do you approach, Marketing, you say you generate leads, you know, 15 to 20 leads a week, you were saying a month? Yeah, yeah. Uh, per, it, per rep. So that's, that's quite Yeah, per agent. So like we agent. schedule the leads. So we, we had a problem where we, we'd love to just have every single day leads coming in, but we, we have a, a rule that every single day needs to be assigned to an agent or broker, whatever you want to call it. I don't know if there's people from the States listening. If there are, it's agent. If you're from Quebec, mm -hmm. it's broker. But, gotcha. um, but yeah, so we'd love to just have every single day leads come in, but we've got a rule that if it's your day, then you have to be in the office at 10 and you got to stay till seven because you're going to receive leads all day. And we know, and I'm sure you guys have talked about this in other episodes, that the important, the most important thing about receiving a lead is how quickly you, you reach out to them. Right. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah just, so how are you driving those leads then? So we've got various campaigns, um, but basically we're, we're doing Facebook ads. And, uh, you know, it's the lead form that pops up mm -hmm. and we're building audiences off of, off of websites that, that we, 
that we own as well. So like westislandforeclosures.ca is one of one of the uh, websites that we have. So you can go there and it'll ask you all these questions or like, hey, are you interested in this kind of thing? Because, you know, we do a lot of off-market um uh, what do you call it? Advertisements. Uh, mm-hmm. So we do actually have a tremendous amount of what we call pocket listings. Right. So um, it's not total BS when they're when they're signing up to receive information for these foreclosures or distressed properties because we do actually have them. But the chances of us having exactly what that person is looking for is like almost never. You know, like right. one in one in ten thousand is is the right. actual odds of that. Probably. So we either drive the traffic to that website or on a, a Facebook ad. And then it's, we use, um, we use Zapier to put that, um, lead from Facebook ads right into follow-up boss, which is our CRM. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Um, so it seems, seems to be a good marketing strategy. Well, if it generates that many leads a day, that's, it's, it's great. Right. Um, do, do your agents have to do any prospecting themselves or is it mostly through the lead generation that you supply? Well, they can, if they want to, um, I, I find usually uh, the, the agents who are starting out, who are a little bit younger in the business, they'll have to, because right. it's not enough. Because yeah. you're only get, like only two or three out of a hundred of the leads that I provide will close within three months. Okay. Right. Right. So that's not enough to eat for most yeah. for most people. But we talk okay. about when when I'm talking about um, lead sources with my agents, I'm talking about buckets. So we've got advertisement. So I handle that by doing all my online advertisements and I give them leads. So that's one bucket. The other bucket is active prospecting. So calling for sell by owners, calling expired listings, um, you know, just active, pick up the phone, dial, you know, get told to fly kite a hundred times and hundred and first time you're going to get the yes, you're going to go sign the listing. Right. But, uh, and then further to that, it's just their personal sphere. Yeah. So the guy who cuts their hair, the guy who mows their lawn, the gal who does their accounting or whatever, you know, just, you know, networking with those people and getting, getting the referrals. Cause those are, those are the easiest businesses to. Yeah. Or uh, Benjamin who just asked me if I wanted to sell my house. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> See, he's always prospecting. You love it. I love it. And so question, and maybe I didn't understand. And obviously I don't know much about the real, real estate space. So maybe it's a silly question, but um, so you're saying like, for example, on the foreclosure site, you know, there's a one in 10,000 chance that you, do, or that you have what they're looking for. So what do you do kind of between when they become a lead, quote unquote, and, yeah. and if you don't have what they're looking for, which is most of the time, what happens afterwards? Well, we isolate what it is that they're looking for. Um, we don't want to do that too, too much over the phone because right. we want to get them in the office. Okay. So we can, you know, I'll, I'll usually just say, hey, listen, you know, uh, I, I'll give you the kind of the script that we use to say, hey, it's Logan. I'm calling with Montreal's Elite Real Estate Group. And I'm calling because you requested some information on, you know, great deals in the West Island for real estate. Mm-hmm. So do you have a couple minutes? Because I just want to isolate exactly what you're looking for. I don't want to send you a list of 10,000 properties that you don't even want to look at. They're like, okay, sure. So we, we run through kind of what they're looking for. And at some point I'll say, well, listen, this is great. Um, you know, we're getting closer to, to building a list that, that makes sense. Uh, I can tell that you're serious and I want to have you in the office so I can walk you through the entire purchasing process. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times the people that are signing up, they're so in their infancy of, mm-hmm. of buying and it's, you know, nine times out of 10, it's the first time that they're buying. So getting them into the office, walking them through the entire process, because man, it is a, it is difficult. You know, being in real estate, we kind of take it for granted, like, like it's easy and everybody should know how it works to, to buy a house. But most people have no idea, 
And most people don't know that different banks have different promotions, different banks can use certain incomes and different banks can't. So getting them into the office is so important too, because there's so many studies that show that they're going to work with the first realtor that they sit down and meet and the first realtor that they shake hands with. So getting them into the office. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So um, I have a question and how much of your business do you think comes from any type of lead and how much comes from a, good old prospecting, if you had to average it out? I, I actually could give you an exact answer. Um, so exactly. our, uh, our, uh, our business right now is uh, 10% active prospecting, uh, 20% online leads, and 70% sphere. Okay. That's a, like a global average. Each individual agent will have different numbers, of course, but right. that's kind of the, the general average. And that's just because a lot of agents run their business primarily on their sphere. Okay. So they'll, they'll, uh, you know, that's just how they work. And it's, it's objectively, it's the easiest, but it's hard to build your business to to a point where it can survive solely on, on people referring you business. Cause that's, that's scary, man. You have no idea where your next deal is coming from. Exactly. That was my next question. Um, you know, I've heard, I'm here and I hear you do the sales trainings and I leave my door open when you do it. Cause I find it very interesting. Obviously it's, (laughs) it's my world. Um, what would you say? Because, you know, what I've noticed in a lot of businesses I'm doing, like, you know, the, the actual sale is, 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 is getting the client to do business with you. So am I wrong to say that in real estate, it's the same thing? What you're really, the time you're selling the most is when you're convincing the client to do business with you. It's not when you're selling the house. No. It's yeah. We don't sell houses. Yeah. Realtors do not sell houses like ever. We present houses in the best way possible, but the sales job that we have is, like you said, convincing them to not 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 necessarily just do business with us. It's convincing them to sit down and meet with us. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. and most of the time they know what that means. You know what I mean? Yeah, like we're we're going for dinner in a movie. You know, something's gonna happen after. I don't know what it is, but something's <laughs> happening after. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so when they when they grant us that meeting, we, there's a super high chance that we close it. And uh, yeah. our, our closing percentage right now on appointments is about 40%. Okay. Interesting. That's great. That's good. And is that, is that, uh, how does that compare to industry average? Yeah. Uh, industry average is about 33, like usually one in three gets close. So we're a little bit better than that. Um, and it doesn't mean that the other 66 or, or 60% uh, is just gone. Like they've chosen somebody else. There's a lot of appointments that we go on where they're just not ready at the time. Right. Or, you know, something happened, you know, they lost their job or something happened to prevent them from selling yeah. at that time. Okay. Right. Interesting. No. And does anything talk- happen? Oh, go for oh, it. Go, go ahead, Sam. Okay. Uh, does anything happen with those, those 60%? Like, do you kind of follow up with them? Do yeah, of course. So in, do you yeah, in, inside of our CRM, we have different uh, nurturing programs that send out automatic emails to them that, just to keep in touch so that our realtors don't have to think about it. Everything's yeah. automated. And then depending on how far out we think they are after that meeting, let's say we met with them, but then we get a call back four days later saying, Hey, listen, I'm not doing anything till spring of next year. Right. So that, that to me is about a, what is that? Like a six month timeline, something like that. Mm-hmm. So we have, we have specific drip campaigns for a six month timeline. And then we also have specific actionables that I hold the agents accountable to as the team leader. I hold them accountable to calling those leads X amount of times per X amount of weeks until right. You know what I mean? So, so usually, when, like a, a six-month timeline lead, they'll get a call every two weeks. And so, what those what are those drips? 
look like? Is it just like different properties? Is there no? So it won't be properties. Uh, it won't be properties. It'll just be like, hey, it's just it's me checking in. Wanted to make sure I had time for you. If you ever want to uh, go over whatever, it's it's all like it's all very specific. You try and make it as specific as possible so that they they you know they feel like it's it's a it's a real thing. The other little fun trick that we do is uh, we always put sent from my iPhone at the bottom of the drip emails. So it really looks like we spent the time and sent it from our cell phones. Little fun tricks like that, which I find are really interesting. I, I, that's great. I, I love those little tricks because it does have a psychological effect on, on the person receiving it. Now, sure. um, so let's talk sales. Uh, sorry, Fab, uh, uh, we, do you want to do more marketing? Because I got some real salesy questions. So go for it. You know, you said that you learned your, your sales acumen from both your parents, who I assume were salespeople, and, yeah. and uh, your, your uh, theater teacher. Um, what to you is the most important aspect? Like when you're, when you're hiring or when you're bringing on a new real estate agent, what is it that you look for in, in, in their sales qualities? Not so much the experience they have or not so much, you know, the, 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 uh, the fact that they have a license or not. Well, obviously they have to have a license, but what is it you're looking for as far as the personality or, or what is it that makes a good real estate salesperson? Or agent for broker. So it's interesting. Um, I actually don't care if they're skilled. All I care about is whether they're willing to get the shit kicked out of them every single day and be able to continue to work. So that's honestly the only thing I care about is if somebody's if somebody's a really hard worker. I find right. that's the only difference between somebody who's insanely successful in real estate versus somebody who's who who's going to get in the business for six to seven months, make two sales and then quit. Um, mm. It's just about that. That and of course, are you coachable? You know, I don't want somebody who's just going to tell me I know a hundred thousand times. Like I want somebody to to, to want to learn. So right. th those are really the qualities that that I'm looking for. Skill wise, you, I think it's great. You don't care how green they are. Or you don't care about, because you know, if they have the desire and the intelligence, you can mold them into something yeah. that will become a good salesperson. How much exactly. time do you give them to get there? Uh, usually 90 days. And, oh, really? And you find that in 90 days, you can take someone who's green, like useless at sales, but has a desire, and you'll boot camp them into being able to, to, to do what is necessary. Yeah. And I, I, and so we've got check-ins with them, like my, my administrative team and, my, and myself. So my operations manager, my head of administration and me, we meet about new recruits at the two week mark okay. to see how they're doing. And then we meet again at the 30 day mark. It's the 30 day mark where we make the decision of whether we fire them or not. Okay. Because and by then I know if they've got the tenacity, if they have it, they stay. If they don't have it, see you later. Because like, man, I can't tell you how many recruiting seminars I've been to. Oh my God. And everybody thinks they've got the magic technique to make sure you're only bringing in top talent and all this kind of stuff. I don't believe any of it <laughs> because I, I just think anybody who, who even, especially in a sales position, they know what I'm looking for. They know what to say in the interview. Doesn't matter if I do five interviews. Doesn't matter if the interview's two hours long. They know what to say. They know what I'm looking for, right? So then, then you throw them into the fire, and in no time at all, they show you exactly who they really are. Yeah. So yeah. quick to hire, quick to fire. That's that's the that's the number one thing for and me. You're right. Sa salespeople, it's true. We've talked about this before, Fab. What one right. thing that salespeople are really even poor salespeople are really good at are interviews. Um, yeah. Because they, they interview all day and they're good at selling themselves. 
but and, and I, I would I would agree with you that tenacity, desire, you need some intelligence, right? You have to be able to yeah. capture what you need to say and, and whatnot. So so that's interesting. Now, you know, a, a lot of what I prone, a lot of what I do when I work with my clients is consultative sales. How important is it to be consultative, to be very uh, ask, asking good questions and open questions to really close that deal? Or is it really about, hey, we bring them in, we have this magic sauce, they come in, they see the office, they love it, they want to deal with us? Or is there some, or is there some form of, um, of, of persuasion that goes on through consultative? Uh, Big time. Oh, yeah, huge. Um, so like uh, different scripts that we have, different lead sources that we have, of course, are going to dictate different scripts, but the, it's funny, we've got somebody in the other room being trained right now. And, um, it was funny. She was like, Hey, a lot of the scripts are the same. And I'm like, yeah, they are. Cause the only thing that's different is the opener. The questions are all the same because yeah. all we're trying to do is get them to open up. We're trying to get them to get into the yes mindset. And also just to give us as much information as possible so that we can use that information to get them to where they want to go, which is to get their house sold. But yeah, no, the, the, it's, there's no magic sauce. Like you have to get them, we, we have to ask, ask the right questions to be able to get them to grant us the appointment. Yeah. 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 Um, it's interesting. And you know, in a lot of businesses asking the right questions is asking an open-ended question and finding out what the person answers. Would you say that applies to, it's a very similar type of- A hundred percent. So one of, one of my favorite coaches that I had was, was, excuse me, with the Mike Ferry organization. So their entire business model on, on how to get business in real estate is pick up the phone, make calls. That's, that's all they, they taught me, which is amazing. You know, it really, really helped. And all of their questions are open-ended. They never ask a yes or no question. So like- yeah the if you're just doing a neighborhood call which means like you open up the phone book you dial you know three to five streets and you're calling everybody in the street and somebody answers and you're saying you know hey you know we just sold the property over on lockwood crescent and it sold for this much and we know when somebody sells uh usually two more signs pop up right away so tell me when do you plan on moving <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean and it's like how you emphasize and 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 knowing how to control your tone is so important you know wow. uh man amazing but yeah open-ended questions 100 percent of the time yeah and and brings me obviously you're an expert brings me to my next point which is you know tone and personality are important now what i say to people is you've got to be true to yourself but you also have to have a tone an adjustable tone to adjust to the person you're speaking to right you bet so absolutely super introvert in your office and you're you know jumping around jumping off the walls you might turn them off yeah so <laughs> what's your um do you, do you do any coaching or training there or is it just yeah. you tell people be yourself and, and no, I don't tell them to be themselves ever. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> well, I shouldn't say that. No, everyone's, everyone's, uh, everyone's a beautiful and unique snowflake or whatever, but, uh, no, it's, it's, it's cool, man. Like I, I think there's, like you said, there's a really cool balance you can find when you're speaking to a client where, you know, you still are yourself, but there's a difference between, you know, Logan that's had a Red Bull and Logan in, at, you know, 7:30 in the morning on his first phone call. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So both are still me. It's just which one am I going to be? And I've I've always said that a great salesman is a is a chameleon. So he can adapt to his surroundings. So when I'm calling uh let's say if I'm calling like a like a same example I'll give, you're calling the entire street and you might get like a, an aggressive guy, you're going to match a little bit about a little bit of that. You know, you're going to you're going to match it a little bit, but then the next call, it's an old lady. 
You're not going to have that. You're not going to carry that same aggressive call over to the poor old lady. That's just mean. So, <laughs> you know, so, so it's an you, aggressive old lady. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe it does happen, but no, it's just, so if the, if the, uh, if the old lady answers, my tone will change. It'll go, Oh, hi. Yeah. You know, my name is Logan Boyce. I'm calling with Montreal's elite real estate group. And I'm going to talk probably a little bit slower for yeah. the old lady so that she feels comfortable yeah. that I'm not talking all over her. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, it's, 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 it's good. Uh, okay. So you mentioned something you said that, you know, her, uh, you know, it, it's a scalable business. Obviously, you've got 15 people now. I assume you want to grow. What's what's the intention? Like, where where is Montreal Elite five years from now, or let's say two years from now, and then five years from now? So we've got a beautiful uh, office space now in the in the Point Claire Village, and I think oh. this this specific location can. Um, I wouldn't be comfortable with more than 30 agents on the team, because I really like how hands on I am with everybody if they need me. So if somebody needs needs me to come on an appointment with them, I'm there. Uh, if somebody needs me to help them with a CRM because they got stumped with something, like I want to be able to help them. And if I have 30 agents or, or let's say if I have 35, I, I don't think I'll be able to help some of them. So okay. uh, to me, the, the sweet spot is around 30. And then we look at expanding. You know, we, we own the domain EliteRealEstateGroup.com. So the idea is when we want to expand and we go into a different market, um, when you go to EliteRealEstate.com, it'll it'll say, "Hey, do you want Montreal's Elite Real Estate Group, or do you want London's Elite Real Estate Group for London, Ontario, for instance, or something like that?" So yeah. there's there's expansion possibilities there, which I'm which I'm really excited for. But right now, I'm I'm loving I'm loving where we're at, what, what our trajectory is, and um, it's great. Cool. Okay. Interesting. Listen, I want to be mindful and, of your uh, time. I, so I sorry, think I'm uh, Paul, I think we should. If we should start wrapping it up, and I know Logan, okay. I think that was a good one more question. Yeah, no, I know, but I also know that Logan wanted to uh, also say that you are actually looking for people, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I'm I'm always recruiting. If anybody's listening who is who is a realtor that wants to double their business, uh, give me a call. I'm I'm 100 there. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, just Logan Boyce. I'm probably one of the only ones. Cool. And you, we'll, you, we'll you, share you, some you, of your you, links and your phone number in the show notes if you want. So awesome. I'll be there as well. Sorry, Paul. What did you have to say? Yeah. Well, one one last question, uh, Logan. Is you know you talk about scalability and getting to thirty. Like, are you looking for to delegate some of the tasks that you do to someone who gains experience on your team eventually? Yeah. So I'm already doing that. So my 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 chief operations officer is an agent on the team. Okay. Um. So he's typically right at the top of the leaderboard in terms of amount of sales, but then he'll also uh, offload some of the responsibilities in terms of people call him for you know uh, questions on deals and he'll run some of the one-on-one -on -one meetings on a weekly basis to be able to you know do check-ins with with agents hold them accountable to what what it is that their goals are you know i never set goals for for my for the agents on the team i ask them what their goals are and i and i ask permission to hold them accountable to it okay very interesting yeah. well look Logan, thank you so much for coming on board. You've got full of energy. I can see why people want to work with you. And it's, a, well, I, I see the space. It's a great space. Uh, thanks for taking this time. Thanks um, so much for having me, guys. It was a blast. Yeah. yeah All right. All right. See you later. Bye, Cheers, Bye, Logan. Thanks, everybody. Thanks.